Hey everybody, welcome to Ivan Cast podcast. You're listening to Ivan Cast podcast. Welcome to Ivan Cast podcast. Welcome to the podcast. So we are on the air. Um, today is a very special day. One of my dreams is going is about to become true. My guest is the one and only Kylie Aldist. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the queen of funk and soul from Australia. I would also say the disco queen from Australia. She's the soulful voice behind the summer hit This Girl. Uh, the music video for this song went viral on the internet and has hundreds of millions of views on YouTube. I'm talking about the remix of this song. She's also well known for being the vocalist of uh, Funk Masters from Australia, The Bamboos and Cooking on Three Burners. Described at the music magazine as Melbourne's High Priestess of Soul. I am so honored to have her on my little independent podcast produced and recorded by myself in my country, Ecuador, in South America. That's the place where I was born. Kylie, thank you so much for accepting my humble invitation. I'm a big fan of your music, and I am so happy to have the opportunity to talk to you. Thank you for being on the podcast. This is crazy. You are in Australia. I am in Ecuador. It's Friday in Australia. It's Thursday already in Ecuador. And we are connected through my little podcast. So podcast is a good way to stay, to reunite. To your fantastic English. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. I hope you can understand my English, my accent. What, what language do you guys speak? Um, my uh, I'm, uh, Spanish is my mother tongue. And I also speak German and, of course, yeah. English too. See how clever you are in Australia. We're very we we've struggled to speak English, <laughs> so I, I think that's amazing. You're all very talented and clever, and the, the fact that you can speak such great English helps us to reach out yeah. to you guys. Because you know I can't speak Spanish. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. Um, uh, I used to listen to your album Made of Stone uh, up and down back in 2009 when I lived in Germany. It, it was sort of my company many winter days when I live over there. And uh, ship inside a bo- yeah, ship inside a bottle is a song that still brings me back to that time and still brings so many memories and emotions to me. So uh, it's a very special episode for me, Kylie. So thank you very much. I really appreciate it. I appreciate your music. Thank oh. you for your music. Thank you. That's yeah. so amazing for me to know that. Like, um, just in this, you know, we feel that we're very isolated here in Australia, and then for people in South America where I've never been to South America and for you to be listening to my music that's just so it's a, it's so special thank you yeah yeah absolutely uh, I am a musician myself and uh, the drummer of my band in Germany and I will spend hours and hours in front of the computer digging in the digital craves I like to say uh, iTunes and so <laughs> on back in the day in 2009 and we discover when we were discovering all these great bands from Australia you know the bamboos um, cooking on three burners wow we, we couldn't get enough of it it was so good we were really two wide eye guys uh, in Germany also playing funk and we went to one of your concerts actually in Berlin I think it was in 2010 maybe Wow, where was that at? Bohannon? Yeah, Bohannon Club, of course, yes. I was there, Kylie. I have a couple of pictures. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, how fantastic. I've still I've got the poster up in my house. Yeah. Right. Really? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Yes, Bohan and Club. I'm going to send you a picture of that when we finish. Yeah, I also have a couple of pictures. I will send you them too. It was a really cool um, uh, concert. And I know Kai, the drummer of my band, is going to listen to this episode, so he's he's going to be happy to, to hear you because we were, we were really into the funk and soul music at that time. We were really into the groove. Yeah, fantastic. Thank you so much. That was yeah. so much fun, that gig. I loved it. Absolutely. And there was lots of people there, and, and Lady Six was there from um, from New Zealand. She's a rapper. Yeah. And um, oh, that was so fun. I remember one person saying to me at that gig, "Oh, you sound just like the record." <laughs> and I was like, "Well, I, it, it's me." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so let's put apart for a minute all the viruses and diseases uh, for a moment. Let's try to have a good time. This podcast is intended to bring some happiness, some hope out there in this uh, tough, kind of a stressful, a stressful times we're living in. Yeah, I mean, I, it's, it's amazing that the whole world is going through, through this at the same time. You know, it's, it's really the first time in our lives, you know, we've never had in our generation any bad times. Yeah, yeah. Australia is a very big country and we have a lot of different states and they all have their own premiers and all those premiers are now closing the borders and, uh, and giving people uh, fines of $1,000 to leave the house. Yeah. Do you feel prepared for this pandemic? Are you, I don't know, kind of afraid? Do you have some fear or sadness? I don't know what is the best description for this situation worldwide right now. Well, I do feel sad that my family lives in another state and yeah. so I'm cut off from them. And uh, all my gigs have been cancelled, like every single thing for the rest of the year. There's been some fantastic gigs that we were um, about to do and now they've been cancelled. So that's, yeah. yeah, that's the step. But, um, you know, realistically, it's... Uh, and a lot of musicians here survive just by music alone. So hopefully people can still live somehow. Um, hopefully they'll just close down all the bills, you know, like if we don't have to pay rent, if we don't have to pay uh, huge bills, then hopefully we can all get through this without people starting to get desperate. Yeah, yeah, that, that's what I was thinking today. Like how are musicians, artists and many other people handling this whole situation uh, during this COVID-19 pandemic? Well, as usual, musicians are the first ones to come out and try to help others. Um, there's always people doing gigs. Every, we, we've recently lived through bushfires here. And so all the musicians came out and made money for everybody. Um, and so I think, yeah, we're all very... I, I see that people are quite positive. We have music in our lives, which makes us happier. And we, everybody's make, making little concerts online. Um, also, I'm learning the bass. Uh, you know, we're all doing little things at home that we, we never had time to do before. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, people will be, will be sad and people will be desperate because, I mean, I haven't sang now for a, few, for a few weeks and it feels like, you know, I need to and it makes me happy. And I don't know how other people cope without music in their life because it really does fix my life. Yeah, absolutely. I, I I I totally agree. I think um things are going to change uh, maybe but uh I think for the better. I think we can also do great things out of these uh, situations. Yeah. So, Kylie, how did it all start with with singing and performing? Was it something you always wanted to do since you were a little girl where your parents always supportive? How did it all start? Absolutely. Well, I lived um, in the middle of the, the 
up South Australia, up north of Broken Hill. Mm-hmm. If you look on the map, it's 70 miles north of Broken Hill we were, so uh, very much in the in the very much in the red dirt up there. And my father uh, used to play the guitar and um, also sing. And he he and my mum would have um, parties with people and they'd play their records and I would listen to their records um, and sing all the time. So I always sang and I had no television, so that's yeah. all I did was sing. And then um, as I got older, um, I did I just didn't realise that that everybody else didn't sing as much as I did. So. Uh-huh. Um, my grand, I used to sing in the pubs with my grandmother, and I was a bit sh- with my grandfather. Sorry, with my father. Uh-huh. My grandmother told me that I should sing and share my voice because it was a gift. Yeah. And so uh, I didn't realise that it was so, but I was shy. You see, I was shy to sing in front of people. But then she said I have to because it's like not everybody can do that, so you have to. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then it was just like um, it just followed on from there. It was I, I came from the country. My my dad and I used to play in the pubs in, in the in the country town I was from. Yeah. And then we would, um, then I came to the town and to the big city and I joined every band that I could find, even ridiculous bands that didn't suit me, like punk bands and, you know, <laughs> rock bands and cover bands and all that sort of stuff. I just did anything, anything I could. Yeah. Until I finally, um, you know, I met all my friends in the, the Fitzroy music scene. So in Melbourne, Melbourne, I knew that Melbourne was the centre of music for Australia and I had to go there. So. I did, and that's where I met all the best musicians, and um, I've joined that Melbourne music family, mm-hmm. and uh, the rest is history. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I um, when I met, I, I had met the Bamboos 20 years earlier, but then we um, finally got into a band together in 2016, in um, at uh, no, sorry, 20. 20- 2006, sorry, wasn't it? Yeah, fine. Yeah. I'm so old, I keep forgetting the dates. <laughs> 2006, and I went and we did Meredith, which is a big festival in, in Victoria. Mm-hmm. And uh, then from there, straight away after I did that gig, we went on tour, and that's where I would have seen you guys first, I think, mm-hmm. 2007, maybe. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, so, so, um, and then, so now, it's, I think the Bambies have been together for 20 years now, so I've been with them for like 15 years. And um, it's a long, it's a long time, time, no? I'm putting out a new album this week. Mm-hmm. That's pretty it's, cool. It's I've got a new album coming out this month, basically. Yeah. This month is a new album coming out from the Bamboos. Well, everything's changed, so we don't know now. See, I've got yeah. a, I've got a lot of homework to do. I've got to write the lyrics, and um, because the Bamboos just finished a new album. Mm-hmm. Um, also, my solo stuff. I just finished a new album. Um, and so we were all just going, okay, now what? So now we just, you know, because all our record labels are on the other side of the world mm-hmm. and you guys are all in lockdown, it's all very, very difficult to know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. So you were basically you born... You put out singles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, so you were, uh, Kylie, you were basically born to sing. You come from a family of musicians and it was always with you, no? Absolutely, yes. Even my grandmother's friend used to say to me, stop singing at the table. No singing at the table. <laughs> I was like, wow. what? <laughs> That's really cool. That's really cool. Um, I would like to talk just for a minute about the worldwide hit song, This Girl, which went number one or two on on the charts in many countries, you know, Germany, Belgium, France, yes. the, the UK. And you know what's funny? Back in 2009, you know, I, I told you the story. You know, we, we discovered uh, uh, your music and we were totally uh, crazy about it. And 
um but then i i i kind of took a break from music a couple of years you know i moved back to my country i became a dad a couple of years ago i started working um but one day i was driving in my car and all of a sudden i hear this song on the radio here in ecuador and uh i didn't know it was you but i heard this the the voice and i said wait a minute this is kylie i know her <laughs> that, that was so crazy you know <laughs> uh can, can you tell me yeah yeah and it was so crazy after so many years then in ecuador on the radio it was uh, kylie again and how does it feel the only thing i want to know is how does it feel to have that song out there uh that i mean i think it went viral on tiktok it has over 300 million views on youtube over 1 billion streams so how does it feel to have that many well, people it's had, it's had one billion over, over one billion yeah yeah exactly so yeah, how uh, so what is that for a feeling to have that many people out there around the world listening and dancing to your to your music to your voice it's quite strange but you know what the good thing is because they never put my face or my name to it okay and yeah. so which which was kind of bad at the start because it probably did probably did lose me a lot of money yeah and a lot of opportunity because they didn't you know they didn't tell anyone who it was it's a French. It's a French DJ, right? The one who made this uh, remix. Yeah, Kungs. Kungs. Yeah. Mentioned my name, so it was kind of. A, I thought that was a bit rude. Yeah. And he's never spoken to me. Really? And no, never. Very rude. Wow. Uh, and, I... Yeah. Even the singers that he got to sing on on it, they even reached out to me and said hello to me, which is lovely. <laughs> yeah. Um. So he used to get able to sing at the gigs over over top of me. Anyway. Um. But. For me, it's kind of like, I remember a friend saying to me, you know, Kylie, everybody in the world who's famous of your age now um, had a hit in the 80s or the 90s, and now they have to sing it all the time. Every time they go anywhere, they can't move on. They have to sing that song because everybody wants that song, that song, that song. Yeah. She said, but you're current. You can you can just do whatever you want because you can, you know. And I said, oh, oh thanks a lot. You're trying to say that no one ever wants to listen to me and no one cares what I do because <laughs> I never had a hit, you know. Yeah. And she was like, oh, okay. Which is basically true because I never had a hit of my own, yeah. and so um, for me. But when I, but now the good thing is that I can get the work from from doing um, from DJs or from um, I get enough enough, and I get money from the neighbouring rights. Mm -hmm. But I don't have to like whenever I sing this song in public, people think I'm singing a cover. Sure, doing the cover. <laughs> they think I'm doing a cover because they don't believe it's me. They're like, no, no, that couldn't be you. That's not you. I'm like, ah, oh, it's me. So they're like, no, you're singing a cover. So nobody believes it's me. So I can just get away with it. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can imagine that. I think it's a little bit like uh, like what happened with the soul and funk from the 60s and 70s that uh, hip -hop, the hip-hop musicians and the 80s took some of the tracks and made loops out of it, you know. It's maybe what is happening yeah, now with the is, DJs, right? Yeah. Now they are here. Which is to the, for, um, for Evelyn Champagne King. Yeah. Because, you know, some of them are making comebacks, which is good. And that's kind of cool. It's, I can maybe make a comeback one day, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't mind it. I, and as I said, it, it's good for me because I've always actually, I've never been that that ambitious anyway. Yeah. Like, I just love music. Yeah. And it's just been lucky for me to have this happen to me because it means that I get money. Mm -hmm. uh, but after spending 20 years doing music for no money, you know, it's been very, very, very helpful yeah, to my yeah. life. Yeah, so that's what I think. I think that... Um, and it does... Yeah. 
Yeah, and it feels nice. It, it feels nice that, you know, my kids know and my friends know and, uh, you know, that, that my kids, like one time I said to my son, do you know what? Some people don't think that I'm just here with you cooking your dinner and make, and vacuuming. They think that I'm cool. They think I'm in a beta doing gigs and stuff. He goes, mom, nobody thinks you're cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think that that's exactly what's happening right now. Like these very young DJs, because most of them are like in their 20s. So they are kind of discovering these bands from the 2000s that were really cool, like the Bamboos, Break Castra and other bands. And they are making now remixes. No? Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah, I'm that's that. that's awesome. Absolutely. Good on them. Thank you to them. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you to them. Yeah, 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 yeah. And people in Ecuador are also listening to that song. <laughs> um, yeah, that will be awesome. So, Kylie, as I mentioned before, I kind of took a break from music for a couple of years. So maybe let's concentrate yeah. in the period between 2012 and 2019. You have recorded a total of four solo albums, right? Yeah. yeah. Just Say It and Made Up Stone. I love those. They belong to my collection of all-time favorites. But what about the two others, Still Life and um, from 2012? Family I think, Tree. Yeah, and Family Tree. So... Still live. Uh, I listened to the album the other day, and I, I think it still goes like in the same funky R&B soul direction as the other two. But Family Tree, uh, Kylie, my daughter and I, we started dancing like we were on a New York club from the '80s. All I wanted to have at that, <laughs> all I wanted to have at that moment was like a Lamborghini Countach and listen to your album. Uh, it was so good. It, it's really, it was really amazing. So I can hear, you know, disco and synthesizers, boogie and house there. So what was happening in your life at that time when you recorded Family Tree? How how was the creative well, process? What happened? Yeah, the creative process was that I grew up and I just said enough now. I had enough. I did enough soul. Yeah. And also I was breaking out on my own, doing my own music. And I have the bamboos. I, I, I write with the bamboos. I sing with the bamboos. Yeah. I have that for my soul outlet. I love my soul. I love it. But I can't do it all the time. I love my my 80s Prince and Madonna and all that sort of, like I love, you know, the boogie and the, and the disco. Yeah. And I just wanted to break out and do my own sort of music. And I was like, okay, I don't care anymore. I don't want to try and make it famous or anything like that I, don't, I just want to do music that I enjoy yeah. and so we invited along my friend Graham Pogson who is the drummer from the Bamboos mm -hmm. and he is also the drummer in my band uh, he also has his own band called GL okay. um, and he is a fabulous fabulous very very clever and talented boy who can play most instruments um, cool. and he, he's a, a wealth of knowledge on everything that is boogie right yeah. he played with Evelyn Champagne King when she came to Australia like he's just he's a gun Yeah. And so he came in and he helped to write that new album with me. And then I've got him also, uh, and then um, because of that, um, because of that album, that was like me breaking free in my own style that I wanted to write, that I love. Wonderful. And so then from that, it's like being a 15-year-old in your bedroom, you know. It's like, that's what I like, that's what I like. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. um, so my record company didn't want it anymore, so I had to move to another label. And then from there... I couldn't find a workout how to play it live because there's so many different instruments, you see? It's yeah. so different. It's a different vibe. It's a different band. Absolutely, so I basically yeah. I basically had to stack my band and go back to basics and start again. And, and so for that, I found a fabulous uh, uh, collaborator and, and friend, uh, Warren Hunter, 
mm-hmm. who came on board and he learned all the instruments because he loves the same sort of music. Yeah. So he learned how to play all that. He bought all the gear and we just went out and did it, just the two of us. Cool. And then we started to write and we got, we got Graham on board again and we wrote some more stuff. But um, And it's the new album is even more like Family Tree. It's like yeah. it's totally boogie electro. Oh, yeah. It's so fun, and I've got that's cool. on board singing, and I've got like a, a different band with all synthesizers, and um, Graham's on board playing drums, uh, loops, and all that sort of stuff, and play, um, um, what is it, Coldy plays pads when it plays, I don't understand all the stuff, but there's so much electric stuff now, <laughs> yeah. so it's just, it's really, and it's really kind of uh, Shirelle, it's like really that, that Prince, that jam, you know, sound from the, from the 80s, you know. Wow. That's really cool. So your new album yeah. is coming out this year, Kelly. Can we expect that this year? Yes, it's coming out on K7. Do you know K7? It's a German company. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I've heard of them. Yeah, K7. Wow. Cool. I'm, I'm really looking yeah, forward so, to it. Yeah, and we, we've only got nine tracks because, I don't know, we just sort of like, we felt like we're taking too long and now it's like we got it all done and in the bag and now it's like, wow, now we have to all sit still. <laughs> Okay, so um, it's time for some music. We are going to listen to one of your songs from your last album, Family Tree, Sensational. And this song is sensational. It's fantastic. Stick around. We'll be back in a minute. Yeah. 
Kylie, do do you have a do you have a home studio too, or how do you write your songs? Do do you do it the old-fashioned yeah, way with a pen and notebook, or do you use your laptop or yeah, something like that? Pencil. Yeah. Pencil and paper. Pencil and paper. Pencil and paper, and I listen to music that comes through from people who've sent me, you know, um, I, and then I just uh, send something on my phone, <laughs> and or then then I've got some friends who've got studios, and then I go and um, they give me a very very cheap rate to go and uh, put my stuff together in the studio it's time, yeah, and send it over. Yeah, yeah people have been very kind to me. Um, so yeah. Music. I, I mean, most people do. Uh, most people do get themselves a studio together at some stage. I don't even know how to use my computer to tell the truth. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's cool. how I get my so we were talking a little bit about the funk and soul scene uh, these days. Uh, it's not the same as it was 10, 15 years ago. Uh, things have changed. I think that 2000s there was a strong funk and soul comeback or revival because of maybe Amy Winehouse and Sharon Jones. But where are we now, uh, in your opinion, Kylie, from your experience? What is the direction funk and soul is taking? Or what do you think are the, the challenges for new people who love funk music and are making uh, music? I think, yeah, I, just, I feel like it's gone underground again. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the kids are very, very, very clever the musicians now they've gone more into that sort of they've gone back to um what we call the acid jazz i think yeah. uh when we'll you know my friends used to always go oh my god am i in the lift right now <laughs> but, um, it's just you know kids showing how clever they are music for clever people um but that is kind of a, that's a key back to all the stupid music that's out there from you know from morons which is you know all this uh computer made boring you know music which all has the same beat like most of my 15 years to the music that has all the same beat and all the same sounds everybody sings the same everybody sounds the same it's yeah. all like mcdonald's music so yeah i think it's obvious it's music for money so i'm hoping that um that this whole thing will change the world again and because everything's just getting too bland i think um, I'm really not. I'm not. Im I don't think I'm that impressed with the new music. But then it just makes me feel old if I say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm impressed by how clever the young are. But I mostly move in the world of musos, so I see the really clever stuff. But when you see the young kids out there that don't have anything to do with music, and the music that they're listening to on commercial radio, it's. Um, I mean, it was good to see that Billie Eilish girl come out. That's pretty interesting, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, there just seems to be a lot of boring rubbish, and um, and it all sounds like. I mean, my son's into this, you know, that sort of nigger rap, uh, like you know, nigger bitch, nigger bitch. Like, I'm like, what is this about? Yeah, <laughs> not that impressed by it, you know. It's like, uh, yeah, we all know you can say it, whatever. Just have a little think about yourself for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the bamboos, the bamboos. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the bamboos. How how is it like to perform and share the stage with those incredible musicians? Any any uh, anecdotes? Yeah. Any memories? Experiences touring with the bamboos? How? how uh, just, too many we could go on today. Like I mean, I can't get enough of it. I love it. It's just they're my family. They're my brothers. Yeah, yeah. And um and we have the best time. And um we've a new album we wrote in um in a house. Uh, we all went away for the week and stayed in the house and. 
and wrote an album like old school. It was so good. And the mm. album's coming out. When you'll see, it sounds more, it sounds real. It sounds, um, you know, full of like love and like an old school band, but back to basics bamboos. Yeah. Wow. Sounds fantastic. I'm really looking forward to it. It's, it's great for me because, you know, I have the two, the two opposite polars of the bamboos, that really raw sort of old school um, funk and then, then yeah. back to my where I need to be with my my little boogie life, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, have, I have everything. I feel so lucky, you know. Absolutely. But then and now we all get to sit still for a minute and wait. So who knows what's going to happen next? Mm-hmm. And then as I was saying, I was talking to somebody online the other day, realizing that as soon as as soon as everything goes bad, it seems like some people are really good at getting up and and filming themselves and being at home doing everything but I'm just like oh no I can't do that <laughs> I need the audience I need the stage I need to like be in the zone I don't want anyone in my house looking at me you know it's like <laughs> yeah, totally. I don't want to put makeup on for no reason <laughs> <laughs> yeah but Kylie I mean I don't want to I don't want to sound pessimist or talk about a doom doomsday scenario something like that but what will happen with the world of music after COVID-19, you know, if like we, if we won't be able to go to concerts, festivals and have to constantly avoid contact with other human beings, how is the music industry going to evolve in this scenario? What do have you, I don't know if you have any thoughts or ideas, the, the future of the music in general. Well, I mean, the future of the music industry, it, it, it changed as soon as we, as soon as everybody stopped paying for music anyway. Yeah. I mean, you know, everything's on Spotify. Everything. I I went to a friend's house party the other day. I mean, they're not musos. They had on Spotify and it wasn't premium. <laughs> had ads playing. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I think that everything we all knew it was going to change anyway. But the yeah. only way we were making any money was by leaving our houses. Mm-hmm. So um, I guess that has to change. Uh, we have to work out how to do things online. I mean, as I said, I've been um, collaborating with musicians online on the computer. You know, we send stuff back and forth, and then it's really only music that's released and put on onto um, the airwaves that makes yeah. any money. Yeah. So you know, we all have to start writing more and um, performing less, I guess, unless we work out some way to make money out of performing yeah. online. Virtual, virtual concerts, 3D concerts. Uh, uh, something like that I can, I can think of, right? But yes, I, I guess, I mean, like the, the symphony orchestras are doing that. Yeah. Augmented reality concerts or something like that. Yeah, I guess, I mean, everybody's bored. We yeah. all want something to watch, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Everybody, to... I'm sure, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm not sure anybody will have any money. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because nobody's going to work. Yeah, yeah, sure. Kylie, I would uh, like... I, I, do you want to ask? Are you, st- are you still playing music? Um, not anymore. I'm kind of concentrating on my podcast right now, but I do have my bass guitar here, and every once in a while I still play, but not anymore in a band. So, but maybe I will do it again some sometime in the future. Because um, well, I love it too. Away. I love it too. Yeah. It's very scary. Yeah. But there's probably too many humans in the world anyway, um, you know, unfortunately. So, Kali, I would like to, th- I would like to thank you for your time, for your music, for your words. Uh, let's call it a day. But before we end the show, uh, may I ask you a couple of random rapid-fire questions? It's just a way I like to end the show, and you know, just for sure. fun, just for fun. Yeah. 
Okay, so I will start, okay? Uh, Kylie, what takes too much of your time? Cleaning my house and cooking for my family. <laughs> What's the most memorable thing about high school? Um, my friends. Did you have a childhood comfort object or maybe an imaginary friend? <laughs> no. I had... um. I had outdoor living to the extreme. I lived out in the middle of nowhere and I didn't have a television, so I just went outside and built cubby houses uh, in the creek bed with my brothers. What do you drink when you go to a bar? Mostly beer, but uh, sometimes wine. It depends on how much money I have. <laughs> Are you a superstitious person? Sorry? Are you a superstitious person? I try not to be, but a little bit, a little bit. What's your favorite? I don't walk under ladders. <laughs> okay. Um, what's your favorite smell? Smell. Yeah, like maybe coffee or something like that, the way Sorry. coffee smells. Yeah. Oh, um, frangipani. Frangipani trees. Mm -hmm. Do you like to talk about... Pol okay. Uh, next question. Do you like to talk about politics? No, because I'm not very knowledgeable and I don't like to criticize people in jobs that would be extremely hard to do. What do you do to pass time, for example, on a long flight? I watch movies. I mostly learn my lyrics for the gig that I'm going to. Yeah. Um, I drink and I read books. Do you have any phobias? Spiders. <laughs> Is there something that keeps you up at night? Nothing can keep me up at night because I can sleep for Australia. <laughs> wow, that's cool. Is there a quote that always stick with you? Is there what? A quote. Like a word or phrase. Yeah. Uh, well, I can give, tell you something from my, from my father. My, my father passed away four years ago. He told me that when you think everything's so bad and you can't handle it anymore, just remember, you get used to anything. Wonderful. Thank you, Kylie, so much. Uh, that's thank it for you. today. I really, really appreciate your support and, and thank you for loving the music. I really, I'm so, so oh, yeah. like wrapped. Yeah, Ship Inside a Bottle is one of my all-time favorites. I don't know why, it's just, I, I get emotional every time I hear that song. So, Kylie, thank you so much for your music, for your words and... Uh, Thank you so much, Ivan, and I'll send you a photo. I'll send you the photo of that poster. Oh yeah, I will do too. And uh, yeah, this podcast will be available in about uh, I think next week, Kylie. I'm gonna work on it on this, so it's gonna be available next week on okay, every. Can you please take out the bit where? Can you take out the bit where I didn't know who the bass player was? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, no problem. Uh, and uh, it will. So it will be available on uh, every podcast app, iTunes, Spotify. Um, Apple Podcast. Uh, so if you like it, Kylie, 
feel free to share it with your friends and family and uh, thank you so Thanks, much Patrick. congratulations well done and i'll be listening to your other ones as well okay thank you very much uh, there are mostly spanish episodes thank but i have a couple of german and english episodes too yeah okay yes i heard one for okay lady yeah yeah bye bye uh, yeah. yeah oh you know i'm, I'm having uh, also do you know kalita and the super yamba band have, no. you, have you heard of these guys? They make Afrofunk. They are really, really good. So um, I'm, they, I, I actually talked to them this morning. Yeah, they are awesome. They are really, really cool from uh, New York, from Brooklyn. Oh, wow. Oh, nice work. Well, thank you for keep making me part of the community. Really Absolutely. Like and uh, send greetings to all the bamboos and th uh, cooking on three burners guys. I, I I love those guys. I've been, I've been listening to their music uh, since uh, 2007, I think, or something like that when we discover them so thank you Kylie bye bye thank you Abby. see you later have a great day bye